This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 153rd episode of Talk Direction. Um, how are you doing this week? I am doing okay. Uh, it's been a weird time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as I was telling Caitlin uh, yesterday, whenever we talked last, um, I've been feeling kind of sad the last couple months and I'm like, I'm fine, you know, but mm-hmm. I've just been a little down and like not as excited as I normally am for like my Halloween party that's coming up and just Halloween in general. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird time, but I'm excited to be recording this episode Yeah. and planning it and getting ready for it and stuff has like put me in the spirit a little bit more and made me feel a little bit more happy well that's good i'm sorry you've been feeling down and sad and not as yeah excited. it's fine it's just i think it's because my my like the anniversary of my dog's death is coming up mm-hmm. the one year anniversary so i think that's just been in the back of my mind yeah uh and then there's just like a lot of change going on in my life right now not bad change but you know a lot of things change is so freaking hard and- anyway it is. Yeah. It's 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 cool that we're recording this episode today though too because it's actually the full moon today. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's cool. very exciting. I'm yeah, very I haven't excited. seen it yet cuz it I think it came up like an hour or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go look at it after we record. <laughs> yeah. Perfect <laughs> night for recording. I feel like yeah, I haven't yeah. really been in Halloween spirit either. I've been doing a lot of studying and stuff. Um, really so yeah and like also I don't know this is I don't have that many Halloween things going on because I mean I'm not going to like any parties we do have the sleepover which will be very exciting um and it'll actually have already happened by the time this episode is out um right but we're having the Halloween sleepover which will be great um and then there's this episode (laughs) what did you say I said we're recording this in advance, but yeah. it's going to be posted on Monday, which means that the sleepover happened mm-hmm. yesterday. And for anyone who missed it, you can still go watch it because it'll be up on the Patreon. But it'll be open oh, to it? the public, yeah. Or there'll be a link. Like, we can still keep oh. the link of it. That's smart. And then people can watch yeah. the movie and have us in the background. Right. So you can still, like, follow along as we talk through the movie if you would like and, like, watch it on your own. Um, yeah. speaking of the Patreon, patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, we've got a whole bunch of extra fun bonus things over there. TDDL. Last week we talked about the ghosts in the fandom. Um, like different, like, I don't know, random little ghost things, unanswered questions. Um, like what happened? Where are they now? Type of situations, um, in the fandom that we talked about. And then, Lucia, you've been doing chapter readings for these Inconvenient Fireworks, and a lot of people have been mm-hmm. loving those. Yeah, I'm going to – the next one will be out uh, next week, actually. Yay. 
Um, yeah, I've also been making playlists for each chapter. <laughs> oh, that's so well, fun. Well, actually not for each chapter. There's one playlist for like the whole story, but I add songs each time I post a uh, uh, reading. Like a Spotify playlist? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. You yeah, can tell just, like, how much I've listened. <laughs> <laughs> either songs that like are actually mentioned in the story because yeah. they actually talk a lot about music and like specific songs. Yes. That- play um or just like songs that i feel like if it was a movie would maybe be playing that's so cool um yeah yeah, so everyone should go check those out and we've also been doing a team up for the past couple of weeks with um designs by saka um or stephanie um but designs by saka on twitter s-a-k-a and we she has been doing a 10 percent discount off of her One Direction and other fandom pin store on Etsy um, for anyone who signed up for the Patreon. And those codes have been going out on every Friday. And so if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can get 10% off your pin purchase um, at her um, pin website. And she's got so many really, really cool pins. Um, We really love them. Um, I have a couple of them. There's sparkly hairy ones. There's a ton of really cool Nile ones. I know she's got some really interesting ones that are going into production soon related to Sailor Moon. Um, So you should go check out her pin store and also sign up to Patreon so that you can get a 10% discount on your purchase. And yeah, yeah. were you going to say something? (laughs) Well, I was going to say that I posted a cover of Two Ghosts on Patreon. That Caitlin has not listened to yet. No. <laughs> Although, hopefully when you're hearing this, she has, because she is the one who told me to post it. She I know. To it I'm, I'm literally <laughs> a fail at, like, but, like, I just, you know, it's just, like, oh, I don't remember these things. You just, or you remember them. At times, you can't watch them, or, you know, I have a lot yeah. of excuses that I can pull out of my pockets right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, everyone go watch that, because, uh. I'm going to give myself that assignment to do as well. (laughs) Um, We're going to be talking about a couple of different news things this week. Um, We're going to bump the Liam music video for Polaroid and Zayn's song Fingers to next week, um, just so we have more time to talk about Halloween stuff. Plus, I didn't watch either of them, and I forget what Fingers sounds like. So really, it's my fault. But also, we want to keep the episode (laughs) shorter but mostly my unable, un- inability to plan. Um, so the first thing we're talking about is Louie on X Factor. We just kind of wanted to like every week do an update of what's going on on X Factor for Louie. Obviously it'll be, this one's going to be like a week behind and not just the episodes that just happened because we record before the weekend and the episodes oh, are released right. on the weekend. So we're like a little bit off, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, yeah. But so if anyone uh, doesn't want to know, this re- this is the first live show we're talking about. So skip forward if you haven't watched it yet so you're not spoiled. Um, but so, yeah. It's kind of convenient that we're doing it late because then it gives people more of a chance to catch up and not be spoiled. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. Um, so you don't really watch them except just what you see on Twitter, right, Lucia? Well... <laughs> So I wanted to watch it this week so that I could talk about it on mm-hmm. this here podcast. Um, I didn't watch the full episode, but I watched a bunch of clips, and I I hate it. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So I, like, I watched, like, the super cuts of Louie, and I've yeah. been doing that since it started. And those are great and wonderful. Yeah. 
And then I was like, I want to see what actually happens outside of that. So I watched like the final Winner's Cup, whatever, elimination thing. And then I watched the sing-off. And I just cannot stand the negativity. Like whoever Robbie, the guy Robbie and Simon, like they're just I think, like, a lot of stuff they say is just so ugly and, like, yeah. negative and just makes me feel, like, bad and uncomfortable and, like, it's not a pleasant experience for me. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> well, it's tried. funny because I knew I felt it, about... You gave I it really tried. <laughs> I knew that I felt that way about the show, but then I've been watching these super cuts of Louie and I've been enjoying them so much that I was like, just watch the rest of it. And then I was like, yeah, nope, that's exactly why I don't watch this show. I just can't. Yeah. Stand it, and I like. I feel like Louis is so good because even when he says negative things about people, like he is so smart, and I feel like his viewpoints are so valuable. Yeah, and I feel like it's because he's such a like you can see on the show how much of a real musician he is. Mm-hmm. Like the criticism he gives and the compliments are so nuanced and yeah, like important for people, and like he really knows what he's talking about, and he like is listening and like just I feel like he's so smart about that and then like some of the other people like the guy Robbie in this last episode was like talking about how his like band because he I guess has a boy band as like his men he's their mentor or whatever and he was like yeah they're better than One Direction ever was or something and it's just like obviously trying to just make like entertaining content Mm -hmm. as opposed to like talking about music yeah I just don't like that it feels very fake too. a lot of the other judges yeah, I feel like Louis's comments, even like what you said, he gives really constructive criticisms. They're never mean. They're very like, mm-hmm. oh, I would try to do this next time to help you improve, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. And I think he is literally the nicest judge. And obviously we're biased, but like he is honestly like you can just tell how much he cares for his people and how much he cares for all of the people and he always starts off his commentary like I got to know this person backstage and they're such a nice human being like we really got to chatting like even if it's not in his like group like in his boys Mm -hmm. like just all the contestants he's been so nice yes he's every single person he says we chatted at the house and I think you're awesome every single person and he says stuff like five percent this ten percent that and like yeah I feel like the way he he criticizes people is like how he must have talked to people in One Direction when they were writing songs. Mm. Like, it's so constructive, and it sounds exactly like how when I'm doing songs with my mom and my brother, like, that, it sounds exactly like the way we talk to each other because, like, we're trying to make something good yeah. together. It's not like we're competitors in a show. Yeah. And I feel like he's just very good at that. Yeah. And I also feel like he's just so genuine. Mm-hmm. Like, the things he says, like – um. I think to Anthony, he was like, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can just see it in his eyes. And he was, like, so smiley and, like, just really enjoying when he was watching, like, his people perform. He just, like, seemed to be genuinely enjoying it so much. Yeah. I, I honestly um, – And he – What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like that – because he cares so deeply, that makes it, like, the hardest to watch because, like – you can tell how much it hurts Louie when it hurts his contestants, you know? Like, I could feel yeah. his upset. And, like, not all the judges get so invested, but he's so, like, he, it's like he feels everything they're feeling. Um, yeah. And, like, it just, it's really awesome to see that, but it also makes it harder to watch, like, especially, like, <laughs> this week when, uh, spoiler, one of his boys um, 
left the show and you could just see how upset he was and it like he was like i feel like he was crying yeah and like so the camera pans up to like um i'm so sorry i don't know anyone's name but the woman judge what's her name uh, wait, wait. Uh, Ida, Ida, I think. So it pans to her and, like, one of her contestants had been eliminated. And so she's standing with them on either side and the camera's looking at them. And it pans over to Louis and Armstrong, who's his contestant who got kicked off. Yeah. And he, Louis is holding his face in both of his hands, mm-hmm. like, staring into his eyes, giving him this, like, intense pep talk. And, like, the camera's panned over to them. Yeah. Like, they should be looking at the camera. But Louis is just like, I don't even care that I'm a TV show. Like, I am having a moment with you and I'm te- – he was probably telling him, like, you're amazing. Don't worry – like, don't worry about this. Like, you're incredible. Yeah. Like, it just makes me love Louise so much. Yeah, um, honestly. Yeah, and he also said to him – or no, he said to – um, I think it was Dalton who he said this to, but he was, like – he was – he said in his – when he was, like, giving his judgments mm-hmm. – <laughs> I'm still confused <laughs> by this show. <laughs> He was like, I was really excited for you to perform this, but I was more excited for me so I could show you off. Oh, Like, what if... Help me, Jeffrey. Sweetie. Oh, sorry. God dang it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Like, what, what a sweetie. are we at? <laughs> oh, okay. You have to write it down first. My, my um, recording says 13 minutes. Okay, let me write that down. 13 minutes. Okay. Swear. <clears throat> Swear. Okay. <laughs> Should I say it again without the word? The um, word? We, I'll just bleep it out. It's fine. You just keep oh, going. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Oh, there was yeah. one more thing I wanted to mention. When he was giving his criticism to the boy band, he said, I just want to see a little bit more of you loving each other. <laughs> yeah! I completely agreed. I watched the boy band. Now, the boy band was one I was actually excited about because I thought they were one of the strongest, um, like, contestants at judges houses Um, Mm -hmm. and I was like okay they could do really well but their first performance was so like it was very outdated it was very like 90s like I was like Mm -hmm. this is kind of like Backstreet Boys this is like and you could see like Robbie he was probably in a band like that I don't know what I don't know what take that really was like but I assume well he is very he was very like self-deprecating about his band like he seems to think that they were trash or something (laughs) talked about it like it's very strange but like take that must have been much more like Backstreet Boys and whatever they were yeah like and and that's not what flies these days like One Direction did well because they were totally not like that and I think that's what Louis Mm -hmm. was getting at like what, if you watch yeah, he was trying to be perform. actually helpful. Yeah, it was very, like, it was very organized, and it looked very coordinated, and, like, not what, it, I don't know, it just looks super outdated. So I totally understand what Louis was saying about, like, just have a little more fun. Like, don't take it mm-hmm. too seriously. Like, you're not, don't be all this organized, whatever, you know? Yeah, and I thought it was confusing that Robbie was trying to, like, pit them against One Direction, because, like, hmm. his purpose is is to, like, make them like get them popular right like he's supposed to support them yeah and i feel like that's the absolute wrong way to go about that like it almost seems like he should have done the opposite and been like made some connections or something because like people oh, are going to yeah. be watching this and vote so if right. you're trying to like pit them against one direction like it just it just felt really weird and like he was doing a disservice to those boys by like yeah i really making I really some kind hope- of drama or something like it's just not necessary i know i hope they listen to what louis said and like i don't know what 
Robbie doesn't seem to have good advice for them. Yeah. Um, but, like, I hope they listen to what Louis said because they could do well because they all have really good voices. And they mm-hmm. seem like a fun group of guys. And that came off at boot camp or not at judges' houses. But it kind of, like, lost that spark. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, what else was yeah. I going to say? There was one other oh, thing multiple- that I... Yeah, you go ahead. I enjoyed Louis saying, pipe down, Simon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You could tell, like, Louis was so invested in his people. Like, he was not afraid to, like, tell Simon to be quiet. Um, But it was interesting. The the boy band actually did slow hands. Um, Okay, I didn't watch their performance. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, they did slow hands, which was interesting. And then oh. um, Armstrong, the guy who got off, did a version of Story of My Life, which was so cool. Like, in, he did the chorus, and then instead of the verses, he had written his own raps, which were really awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I watched that. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool of, that, of him to, like, redo Story of My Life. And it's interesting how many songs people have performed by, like, One Direction members or One Direction themselves, like, so far over the whole um, season. Mm. I'm interested to see which ones they do, like, continue to do. Yeah. I bet Harry, the sign of the times, is going to come up at some point. Oh, yeah. For probably. sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was sad to see um, Louis' contestant go in the in the very beginning because I think he could have been really, really good. And there's yeah. a lot of other people that aren't so good this year. Like, usually I feel like really? there's a pretty decent group of singers, but this year it's like – there's not that many that I find. Mm. Like, I haven't that. listened to everyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just – usually I'm more blown away by it. Um, mm. So it was upsetting to see someone who I thought was actually pretty good go home, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he um, – Armstrong – I like, again, I haven't watched that much, but from what I saw, like, it definitely – I definitely felt like he needed work on mm-hmm. – like his vocals like he needs to practice yeah more but i feel like he had such a cool like unique voice and and also just like style and look and Mm -hmm. energy and like the fact that he was doing those raps and they were also quite unique um like i thought he was like a really special person yeah to have like he's like he was interesting to watch and like intriguing to watch yeah Um, yeah i definitely agree so it's a bummer to see him kicked off because, like, I feel like I can see why he maybe didn't make it through. But at the same time, like, he's someone who would be fun to watch mm-hmm. continue, like, like, continue to grow over the season yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, all right, moving on to uh, some other news. It seems like Niall and Harry have both been recording lately or back in the studio Niall's been posting like piano pictures and like little clips on Instagram stories and Harry was seen walking around with Jeff Basker who produced his last album so um they potentially are working again together I don't know if this is like early meetings but Harry's also been in and out of the recording studio um pictures have been taken of him there so that's all very exciting um I feel like Niall's gonna let us in on more of the progress and like we're just gonna keep like, you know, he's going to be in the works of his album for a long time. But yeah. Harry never keys us into anything. So I don't – I feel like Niall's just at the beginning. But who mm. knows where the heck Harry is in his process. But it is right. very exciting to hear this type of news. What do you yeah. think? It is very exciting. Um, I did not 
know this was happening like in real time until Caitlin told me uh, yesterday or whenever we talked last. Mm-hmm. I like didn't go on Instagram stories, so I missed that. <laughs> um, and then I missed like, excuse me. I'm so sorry. My dog just completely like, <laughs> knocked over dog. all my cords. <laughs> this isn't your time, okay? Um. Anyways, it's very exciting. I miss a lot of this news somehow. Like, I guess I don't follow enough people on Twitter and stuff. Um, I'm just going to have to start sending you everything. Please do. That's what I'll do. I'll just yeah. send you tweets that I see. Yeah, but it's cool that they're working on stuff. I can't wait to get something new from Niall. I feel like we haven't gotten anything new from him in quite a while, right? Yeah. Well, we got finally free. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing from Harry, but I honestly think if the frickin' documentary is going to come out, it's going to come out in November, so. Right. Hopefully, let's cross our fingers for that. And finally, let's end with some Liam news. He has responded to the Daily Mail, which is a tabloid who wrote an article about him and a mystery girl, like, appearing, blah, blah, blah. And they do it a lot and make up stories about Liam and all these girls and whatever. And Mm -hmm. he was kind of sick of it. So he responded to the Daily Mail and said, My team is full of talented, smart, professional women. I find it wrong that they are reduced to being linked to me romantically in the press just for simply standing next to me. Isn't it time we treat women with a bit more respect? So far, the press have done this with every female member of my staff. It's demeaning. Some are in relationships and it complicates their work environment when they do this to them. I think it stops here. So this was pretty cool. What was your reaction to this? Um, I loved this. I was super excited when I saw this because I just feel like it's so true. And it was so nice to see Liam standing up to the Daily Mail and standing up for his people. And like just him saying like my team is full of talented, smart, professional women. Like that's awesome that he that he has a team full of women. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love that. I'm. Yeah, I was really happy to see that, and I felt proud of Liam. As the number one Liam stan, the resident Liam stan here on Top Direction. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This made me very happy. This made me so happy, too, because, like, we don't always see the boys speak out about, like, things like this all the time. Yeah. um, Especially on, like, social media. Um, And this was really cool of Liam to respond to this and, and take a stand for, like, gender equality and... Um, the women on his team and because you know he's probably walks around with the guys on his team but no one ever says anything about it but of course they make women into sexual objects all the time yeah so uh that's a real bummer but it's so good that liam used his platform to say this um definitely yeah um oh i actually wanted to mention something about louis when we were talking about x factor and this was um a tweet that like sort of went viral Um, about his uh, time as a judge. It was Mm -hmm. from Felicity Ward, um, who said, an out-of-the-blue earnest tweet. Many of Louis Tomlinson's male singers throughout The X Factor have cried, and not once has he told them not to, to hold it in or try to make it better. He's just hugged them and let them be. May we all be like Louis to the men in our lives. 
Um, yes. And I think that it was an important thing to note as well. Um, I had a whole paragraph written about that that I was going to mention, but we had talked about X Factor for too long, and I oh. <laughs> he wanted to move on, so I was like, I'll just say Wait, that next where, week. <laughs> was that was that in here? No, it's all in my notes in front of me. Oh, do you want to read it? No, no, no. It, it was. It's not like it's nothing. It's nothing written out. It was just like all my thoughts about that. Oh, okay. like how cool I think that is, and how important yeah. I think it is, and like when I was first watching the little supercuts, like. I thought, like, okay, like, it's worth it to have him on this show, like, just for this alone. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he's, like – and I feel like it's awesome because, like, he is showing emotion himself and he's, like, encouraging and, like, supporting, like, his contestants to, like, be emotional. Yeah. And also his his contestants are the boys. And he's very much, like – I don't know what the term what the right term is I don't want to say guy's guy but like he's not he's not like a feminine type of person you know like he is he is in like appearance and style you know quite uh you know masculine I'm trying to think of words and I can't (laughs) think of them I just wanted to say dudely which is not what I mean you you know what I mean like everyone listening obviously knows what I mean like yeah and that just makes it all the more powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that it's not powerful when, you know, feminine boys do it too. Like, it absolutely is. But it hasn't really, like, this doesn't happen a lot where you see guys like Louie who are, like, very sporty and, like, you know, yeah. cool guys who are, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cry and, like, you know, yeah. hug you and, like, hold your face yeah. like a precious angel on national yeah. television. Like, it's, I think it's super, super important and, like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I completely agree. It's so wonderful to see. And, like, it's like we kind of knew Louis was like this already, mm-hmm. but just to actually see it in action and for everyone else in the country who, and everyone else watching it to experience is really, really powerful, especially when you compare it to, like, Robbie and Simon, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, sometimes Robbie does get quite emotional about, like, his kids and his family and stuff. Really? Um, yeah, he has. I think he's teared up a number of times, and Ida has a number of times as well. But it, it is really cool to see Louis like really like what what the what um this tweet said about like letting his boys cry and like being mm-hmm. there to hold him and accept it and like just be yeah. really emotional and like a lot of times men are told that they shouldn't share their emotions or they shouldn't be weak and it's just like. Mm-hmm you're not weak for like crying or showing emotions and I love I love Louis like yeah. showing that. Yeah, it's so important. It's so nice to see. And I feel like yeah, it's just very inspiring and like anyone who's watching that is just gonna be affected in a positive way mm-hmm. by seeing that. And it really reminds me of the early days. Like that's really why I fell in love with One Direction in the first place. Yeah. Like seeing them being affectionate with each other and like seeing that level of physical affection. Mm-hmm. between like boys and I like I just thought that was so cool and yeah like it's one of the reasons why I ended up falling in love with them because like yeah it's just not something you see like a lot of people a lot of men are like you know scared to be like that like level of aff- affectionate with each other because mm-hmm. of how they'll be viewed so yeah yeah, I think that was one of the things that drew a ton of people to One Direction. And I'm wondering, too, if if Louis was the one to, like, bring that so much to their group, the affection and, like, 
yeah. that emotional aspect because I honestly think they all just are naturally like that. <laughs> Probably that as well. But I'm sure like Lu- seeing Louis be so much like this, he must have had an influence on them. I'm like, sure, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, he he's definitely like a, a leader. Yeah. Type um, anywho, that was really cool. So both uh, Liam and Louie, you know, all this cool stuff happening with them this, this week. Um, Were we just talking right. about Liam? Well, I mean, Li- Liam with the gender equality stuff. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that like and already left my head. <laughs> it's all this gender equality stuff that both of them have been very heavily. Yeah. Hey, you're right. In really cool ways. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right. Moving moving on to our (laughs) halloween uh portion of the show um we've got a ton of fun halloween things that are happening this episode we've done many halloween episodes in the past this will be our fourth annual halloween episode noise the noise just happened when you said this is crazy this is crazy (laughs) or i guess you said Um, it was crazy it it was crazy. It is crazy. It is. There you go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to make it easier and I'm just making it worse. <laughs> it is super cool that this is our fourth annual Halloween episode. Um, our, our third one didn't actually happen around Halloween. It happened in February, but it still happened. And then the mm-hmm. other two happened near Halloween. Um, so, yeah. But this is your first one, Lucia. So that's pretty exciting. It is. Well, it's like that double thing of being what on this podcast thing? is like, it's so fun to be on the podcast, but then the downside is that I don't get to listen to it anymore. Aww. And I always look forward to your Halloween episodes as like one of my favorite things. And I'm like, oh, I don't get to have that anymore because it's Wow. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that is the downside. Good news is you can listen back to this it's and you same. get to hear it all live though. So Yeah. That's fun, but I'm sorry. Maybe I'll just record a separate one just so you can listen to it live. That would be lovely. Not have not have known what <laughs> what's gonna happen. Um, all right, so let's start off. We have got some fun games that we're playing this episode. The first one is a Halloween Mad Libs. Now we've done Mad Libs before. And we've decided to switch it up a bit this time. So we prepared in advance um, because last time it took forever to think of things on the podcast and type them all in like real time. So I came up with a Halloween themed. um, uh, I found a Halloween themed article and took out words and then asked Lucia to put in specific, like, nouns, adjectives, this, that. And I, like, everyone knows what a Mad Libs is, right? Right? <laughs> I know how to explain it. That was I'm a really sure. poor explanation. Anyway, she's filled it in with weird words, and she didn't know what it was. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just given really a failed. list. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I was given a list of, like, nouns, adjectives, plural nouns, like, item of clothing, etc. And I had to come up with, like, words. And then Caitlin replaced certain words in her – in whatever story she has with the words I came up with. Yes. That was much more succinct. Um, Okay. I was supposed to make one, too, for Caitlin to fill in, but I didn't because I didn't have time. Yeah. We ran out of time a lot on everything. We already pushed back recording, like, an hour and a bit. Um, But, yeah. yeah. So – 
So this is the final product. So that's why things are not going to fit in because I've put in the words that Lucia asked me to. Yes. So this one's called easy one direction Halloween costume ideas that'll help you oh celebrate their, <laughs> their new album in style. Wait, that's such a good so. idea. <laughs> I know. I was Sometimes really it's hard to like one. think of ideas and be creative, you guys. Like, I could it not think so of a good hard. thing to do a Mad Lib with. And now that Caitlin just said that, I was like, duh. Like, why didn't I just look up, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just looked up um, One Direction Halloween to see what would happen. And this came up near the top of the Google searches. So that's how I found it. And it's originally an article written on Bustle. Bus, bustle, I guess. Bustle, Bustle. Um, mm-hmm. By Maggie Malach. But I added sentences and took away sentences and stuff so it's just kind of a bit edited um okay plus all the weird words in it all right so easy one direction halloween costume ideas that'll help you celebrate their new album in style while most people know one direction for its hits like what makes you spindly and story of my dementor (laughs) (laughs) that was i really liked that one when i when i put that one in Story of my Dementor, the band members also have pretty recognizable fashion moments. When 1D first hit the scene, they were spooky and parent-approved in pumpkin hats. However, (laughs) over time, (laughs) they evolved into a more early 2000s pop-punk style that involves everything from haunting hats to skin-tight evening cloaks. They've... (laughs) they've They've had so many fashion highs that there's an infinite number of ways to dress as One Direction for Halloween. The simplest way to channel the men of 1D is to pick each of their signature looks. So many options from which to choose. Here's your guide to dressing like One Direction this Halloween. Harry Styles. Styles loves a fuzzy, ravishing shirt, which is is super easy to find. He also often dons a Great Depression era disrespectful fedora. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you'll need a pair of aubergine Nile Horns to truly achieve that rocker vibe. Oh my god! (laughs) Don't forget the boots. Harry is known to wear boots with cats, pumpkins, and knives on them. (laughs) Throw in some embarrassed-to-the-bone mice and a scarf, paint your toenail, (laughs) and you you will nail the perfect Harry Styles costume. Uh, So good. Liam Payne. Payne has been rocking a lot of thongs as of late. (laughs) So that's definitely a staple for this look. Payne has also been channeling the 600 BCs with nefarious trousers. <laughs> Luckily, that's a huge trend right now, so it's super easy to find one that fits the bill. To finish off the look, don't forget the infamous pain chain around your left knee and an Obama in your back pocket. <laughs> Niall Horan. Horan's also been rocking thongs, although his are often indecent and worn over the Louvre. Oh my god. <laughs> like Harry, Niall has a large collection of vintage Kevin the Pigeons that he often wears <laughs> with a pair of the Grinch who stole Christmas. <laughs> 
Horn was originally known for being the only member of One Direction to prominently play an instrument. In lieu of carrying around a real guitar, I recommend this Age of Aquarius inflatable microwave from Party City. <laughs> Louis Tomlinson. Tomlinson has been loving a sneaky criminal tea as of late, which is so easy to replicate. Of course, Tomlinson, uh, Tomlinson has been spotted rocking a corny joke as well, which is great if it is cold on Halloween. More recently, Louis has been wearing jean, a jean jacket from Adidas and Nike and spicing up his outfit with a pair of high-end fishnet tights. Yes. Finally, you can throw a CIA or blood on your head to complete the look. <laughs> Which member of One Direction will you channel this Halloween? Um, <sighs> that was spectacular. <laughs> you can throw blood on your head to complete the look. I want to see Louie in a jean jacket and some high-end fishnets. That would be incredible. It was funny because when you said jean jacket, that was one of the ones that they had put but earlier. So it was like he'd been rocking a jean jacket or whatever. Yeah, I know. Well, I thought I shouldn't add that because it was just plain, but I was like, maybe it'll work. <laughs> oh, it worked. <laughs> that was really fun. These yeah, are always so was... funny. Yeah, they're so good. The, the, now it's though like you put so much work into it, and it's like then you just use it up a little bit. It's yeah. like okay, <laughs> that was the one time fun. <laughs> um, okay, that was cool. I hope you guys all enjoyed that. I think that went better because it was still really funny, but it didn't take up as long time. Yeah, <laughs> last like... time we did it on air, it it probably took like five to ten minutes to come up with the words right <laughs> literally for each of our stories so hard um okay so what is the next section of this halloween episode oh we've done songs as spells so this was mm-hmm. your idea lucia so do you want to mm-hmm. introduce this segment sure well <clears throat> i know that um you and kara have done something similar like you've done spells before um, mm-hmm. but you've never done like songs as spells, and I thought it would be fun to like turn song lyrics into spells. So that's the idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, we kind of did a like um, what is it called? Like like <coughs> your own interpretation of that. So like I didn't give Caitlin like rules or anything. So mm-hmm. we may have come up with like different, uh, you know. Um, ways of doing it yeah yeah, I'm sorry you guys I can't think of words tonight apparently (laughs) (laughs) that's okay (laughs) but uh yeah so how many did you come up with uh one two three four five six I've said (gasps) what they're probably a lot different than yours though okay okay (laughs) you guys I only have two um well I have three honestly I don't know what yours are like you know like mine are short yeah Well, in general, like, well, yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, you should start because you have many more. (laughs) Okay, so I'll go. And then I can see how you did it. I'm very curious. Okay, so I'll do, I guess, yeah, I can do two then. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so my first one was If I Could Fly, which Mm -hmm. was for an apparition spell. So, like, disappearing from one place and appearing in another place, which I thought reflected if I could fly because the song is like wanting to fly home to someone and you would do everything to get there so that's why it's like an apparition spell 
And this was, I took, what I did, well, the way I tackled it was like I took some of the lyrics from the songs and mm-hmm. put them into the spell and then also kind of added my own so it would rhyme <laughs> because nice. it didn't always rhyme nicely. Yeah. Um, okay, so this spell is, I'm missing half of me when we're apart. Deep in my heart, I want you by my side. Let me fly, let me fly. And that's the cute. little spell. That's really cute. And that, thank you. Um, okay, so then I also used Over Again, uh, which was mm. a song to, like, redo something, but there would have to be, like, a time restriction on it. So, like, you could mm-hmm. just redo, like, have, a, like, a little redo of something that you maybe messed up, mm-hmm. um, but obviously not, like, going back in time and redoing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the spell for that one. Again, we'll take the same road, two days in the same clothes. I regret this from the start and how it will end. Let's do it all over, all over again. Nice. I love those. Thank you. So for my spells, um, I wanted to – I gave myself like a couple of – guidelines Mm -hmm. and the first one is I wanted to write them in like present tense because really like spells are just like affirmations basically and obviously we're just doing this for fun but all you really need for a spell to be real is to believe in it so these could be real spells if you want them to be that is so true right and like the really the only rule I mean other than like wanting to write them in the present tense and then also like wanting them to like rhyme (laughs) and like sound good yeah is that um like I feel like everyone um always gets to have free will so like um I don't think you can write like a love spell to like make someone fall in love with you Mm -hmm. but you could make a love spell to like have the opportunity for that person to fall in love with you present itself Mm. or for like you to feel more confident when you're around the person you like so that like it would be easier for them to fall in love with you if they already were going to but basically like spells that like mess with people's free will aren't cool (laughs) unless you're like obviously if you're writing a story or something it's different but I feel like even in like a lot of stories and stuff that's kind of like often stated like even in Harry Potter like Mm -hmm. the love spell or the love potion I guess it's a potion but it's, like, viewed as one of the most dangerous potions. And Voldemort is literally a product of a love potion because Voldemort's mother gave his father a love potion. Yeah, that's make him so fall true. In love with her. And then Voldemort was born, so. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. And I'm, like, not a poet, so <laughs> trying to, like, create these is really hard. I'm sure Caitlin's they'll be like, amazing. a lot better at writing than me. <clears throat> so the first spell I have is – hold on. I wrote it down on actual paper. Um, so the first spell I have is a spell to honor and let go of old love. So this Ooh. is like if you have a love – it doesn't have to be romantic – that you – that isn't like – it's not a relationship you have anymore – And maybe you have, like, a lot of negative feelings about it or you think about it a lot or you're just kind of, like, carrying it around with you and it's, like, not, you know, it's impacting your life in a negative way. And you want to let it go, but you also want to, like, honor it and you don't want to, like, pretend it never happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So the spell I wrote is from – I used Zane's song, Golden. 
and I wrote, the choices we make change the paths that we take, but somewhere out there, there's a path that is woven, there's a life that we share, there's a love and it's golden. And I would do this spell. Um, that was so pretty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I really liked that. <laughs> I would do this spell during the waning moon because it's about shedding and letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like that song is very much about like when you have like a relationship or something and it's like not happening anymore, but like you still want to honor the fact that like you shared a love with someone, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like sometimes you have those relationships that like turn into like it's kind of like a big tangled like dust ball, you know? No so way. It's not nice. Like a big tangled ball of dust. Oh. <laughs> like all your feelings. Yeah. And it's not nice to like hold on to that and carry it around. Yeah. So this spell is sort of to help you take all the dust layers off so that you're just left with like the little light that was like the life and the love that you shared because that you can like carry with you forever. Oh, even that's if you're not so in that nice. relationship anymore. That's really nice. I liked that. I yeah, feel like yeah. it is true that like, oh my God, I can you hear my cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, um, if he comes in here, he's going to be even more loud. Um, yeah, I think a little cat meowing is cute. <laughs> I put like a barricade up against the door, but I think he got around it. It's not helpful oh really (laughs) yeah um okay so what was I gonna say um I feel like even though like whatever I don't want to say magic's not real because magic is real but like (laughs) like you were saying like even what you said spells only need you to believe in them to work or whatever Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's so true because it's like a release of energy and just like just like for your own body and your own mental space it's like a meditative thing almost yeah exactly and there's like actual science behind placebo effect type things that actually really do work um so it's like if you think about something and you like put your thought to it and then you kind of shut that door kind of like what your mm-hmm. your spell is and like you like let yourself like feel it and release it like there's something to be mm-hmm. said about that yeah well because and I also feel like it's hard because a lot of times you know if you've had like a relationship that's over and like causing you a lot of pain like there's this idea that you should like let it go and like throw it all away sort of like like move on a lot of times, like, you may think, like, okay, I just have to, like, throw this relationship away and throw all my memories away and, like, f- you know, just get rid of this because it's, like, not beneficial anymore. But I feel like there's a way that you can, like, retain the, like, good stuff you had mm-hmm. while, like, letting go of all the negativity. And not in a way where you're going to be, like, everything is fine. I'm not mad anymore. But, like, you know, through processing, go to therapy, figure it out. And then at some point, you know, you can let go of, like, all the negativity, but, like, still keep the good parts in your heart. Beautifully said. Yeah, thanks. Do you want to read your next two and then I can read my... Sure. Um, okay, my next one is from my least favorite One Direction song, Illusions. <laughs> um, so this one. It's not, it's not called Illusions. It's called Illusion. Jeez. Oh, whatever. <laughs> That's how much I dislike it. Um, illusion. Um, but it's an illusionment charm. 
to like oh. confuse your component for a little bit. If you're dueling, <laughs> this is the only one that was really dueling. <laughs> I love it. But if you're dueling, if you happen to be in like, you know, a wizard witch duel situation and you need an illusionment charm to sort of confuse them and like make you sort of disappear or in whatever way you interpret that, this is mm-hmm. the spell that you would use. Mirrors disappearing, dangerous tricks to the eye. I am trying to deceive you. An illusion is nigh. Ooh. Um, and you have to go back to really find like how I use the lyrics because it does say like it, it says I'm not trying to deceive you in the song or something to that mm-hmm. sense but I tried to flip it around a bit so yeah I love that that's Thanks. very cool um, and then oh this is kind of a little bit of a dueling one this one's yeah. from the song tell me a lie okay and this is like a truth serum spell situation so like if you need someone to tell the truth which is mm-hmm. kind of a dangerous thing. Like in Harry Potter, Veritaserum was like not a really cool um, potion to use. But, you know, maybe there's a situation yeah. where you need someone to not uh, to tell the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this one is, you're the charming type, can't ever get it right, no matter how hard you try. But tell, tell me anything, but make it not a lie. And that's oh, what cool. it was. I like that. Thanks. You guys, Caitlin's so good with words. Mine were just as equal to yours. No. But, like, you were able to make six. And I was like, (laughs) struggle to make my two. (laughs) Yours are really good, though. Okay, what's your next one? Okay. So my next one is a spell for emptiness. Like, if you're feeling empty or, like, depressed and you want to not be, that's what this spell is for. Okay. So you would sit in the dark with a candle, but don't have the candle lit. And you would say the incantation, which is, <clears throat> it's from Niles Flicker. Mm. Um, and it is, a flicker and spark, echoes in the dark, magic electricity, start a light in my heart. And you would say that three times, and then you would light your candle. And while oh. you're saying it, you would envision your heart warming and lighting up. And then after you light the candle and you're done saying it, you just think of all the things that make you feel like there's a light in your heart and like meditate them and let, like, let them fill you up. I love how yours have like a whole um, like atmosphere to them. Yeah, that's probably why it took me a longer time because I, like, <laughs> I was like... Yeah, you really thought on it. And like I feel like these are actual spells you could use. Yeah, and if you did want to use this as an actual spell, um, you could. And you would ideally doing it do it during a new moon or a waxing moon since it's a growing, starting, beginning spell. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Hey, and it's a full moon now, so. <clears throat> it is a full moon, yeah. Basically, like, full moon is the time for, like, culmination, like, like things you know, culminating, mm-hmm. and then waxing moon, which is, um, or waning moon, which is when the moon gets smaller, is time for like letting go and banishing and shedding, mm. and then the new moon and like waxing moon, which is a moon getting bigger, is like the time for like growing and building and starting new ventures. That's so nice. In general, thank yeah. you for that. 
Um, okay, my next one is from Up All Night. I'm going on all these old songs because I was just scrolling through. Because <laughs> we have a list. <clears throat> we have a document of all the song lyrics because when Kara and I used to do the episodes oh. where we had to, like, look for, like, every water lyric in every song, <clears throat> it was easy to have them all in one document so you could just find certain words. Um, Man, that would have been helpful. <laughs> so, like, I just, I ended up seeing a whole bunch of old songs that I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like it would be a spell. Um, <clears throat> so, this one's for the song Up All Night, which is a caffeine spell for anyone, you know, up late Ooh. studying as a young witch or something, and you need to stay up, and you need a caffeine spell. So, this is Up All Night. Um, I want to stay up all night and jump around until I see the sun. I want to stay up all night. Don't let the tired night yet come. I love that. Thank you. Wait, can Uh, you read it again? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to stay up all night and jump around until I see the sun. I want to stay up all night. Don't let the tired night yet come. That might be my favorite so far. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, and then my last one is from the song Girl Almighty, and this one reminds me more of, like, yours, where it was, mm-hmm. like, it was about boosting your own inner confidence by, like, connecting you to, like, to the love and support of women all around you. Mm. Um, so just, like, feeling that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's, her light is loud like a big balloon, her spirit made of lightning. I get down on my knees and call on the strength of women to enlighten me. Cute. And that was all of them. I love that. I know. This segment was so much fun. This what was so idea. fun. It made, me, it made me wish that we just had a Halloween podcast and we could just make spells every week. <laughs> oh, my God. Really that would be amazing. You'll have to bring this back next year. Yeah. I feel like I should read my last one. I wasn't going to read this one because I didn't feel – as confident about oh you have another one yay yeah read that read it okay so this is a spell that you might do for a friend who feels like unlovable or sad Mm -hmm. and if you feel that way listeners then this is a spell for you and i'm doing it for you right now so (laughs) hope you're ready um if you're sad and you've lost your way your tears are not here to stay your heart is strong enough you don't need to worry you're easy to love that one's so beautiful. Yeah, so through that's which, Through the which Dark. Which song is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I picked that one first to do a spell with because it has so many good words, like, I'll mm. carry you over fire and water when the night's coming down on you. But yeah. then when I was actually trying to write out the spell, like, the way that it was rhymed is really complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out a way that it would rhyme in the way I wanted it to, but I quite like it. Oh, that one was really good. I like that one. Yeah. Wow, this was really, like, I feel like I'm, like, in a calm, like, ah, sort of, like, feeling right now. The magic (laughs) must be working. Yes. Um, All right, so our next little segment is uh, if the boys were each witches, who would their magical companion animal be? Yes. Um, So we've each come up with uh one for each of the boys and i guess why so let's talk about them um starting with louie what did you have louie's uh magical companion animal to be um let me just find my notes here <laughs> <laughs> living through like a professional so 
I chose I so I chose an animal and then I gave them powers. I hope that's okay. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yes. <laughs> okay. So for Louie, I chose a black panther. Ooh. And <clears throat> yes. So the black panther has a couple of abilities. Um, one of its abilities is that it can turn into a cat, just a regular mm-hmm. black cat. Um, so that way Louie can like take it around with him and yeah. not be like, you know, walking around the streets with the panther. Um <laughs> And <laughs> the panther is, like, has, like, super strength, so it can carry Louis on its back. Aww. And it can also, like, it has a very good agility, so it can climb anything. It can climb any tree or any building mm-hmm. um, and is just super strong. And then it also, it has green eyes and it has a power where if it wants – it can look at someone and cause terror in their heart. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so evil. I know, that's the only dark thing I put in here, but it's a good panther. So the panther would only use this power if it like needed to protect Louis. If Louis was being attacked, it could look at the attacker and just okay. make them feel fear and then they would run yeah, away. Yeah, that's acceptable. That's yeah. a good one. I like yeah. that. Thanks. Um, okay, so for Louis, I decided that he would have three magical animal <laughs> companions. Okay. <laughs> um, and they were all, I thought, just because, like, I've just been really, I feel like with one Diaz, I always picked certain specific things for Louis, but I feel like we've gotten, like, a whole new wave of emotion from him with, like, X Factor and yeah. how, like, loving and kind he is and, like, all this stuff. So that's how I was thinking of it. And I thought nice. he would have three different puppies as his Aww. thing. And they would all, like, snuggle and pile on him and be, like, I don't know, a big snuggle dog pile situation Aww, all the that's time. That's so sweet. So I have a bulldog, um, a yes. boxer, and a beagle, which I'm now realizing all begin with B. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought he would have those three animals and... I don't know. They would just be his, like, little pals, and they'd have snuggle piles, and he'd probably want to kick them off his bed, but they'd all end up snuggling him probably all yeah. night long. That is so sweet. Thank you. Would they be puppies eternally? Um, No. They'd get bigger. Oh, okay. And probably as puppies, they'd be able to sleep in the bed, and then they got bigger. He'd want to kick them out, but they'd sleep mm-hmm. in the bed anyway. <laughs> That's so <laughs> Take up the whole bed. Yes. Um, okay, moving on to Liam. What did you pick for Liam's magical companion animal? So first I just want to say I didn't like <laughs> – there's no logic to like which animals I chose for which boy. Mm-hmm. I just like went off of my intuition. So right. like I'm not – it's not like I chose this animal for blah, blah, blah because of blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. just like – I don't know. There's something, there's something felt right in my heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Liam's animal – would be a California leaf-nosed bat. <laughs> Ooh. That's um, specific. Let me Google that. Yeah. So I'm going to put, like, a bunch – I'll, like, make a little c- compilation of photographs of my animals so mm-hmm. that people can look at them if they want to. Um, I'll probably put that on Tumblr. So the California leaf-nosed bat looks like a tiny, tiny bunny rabbit – they're Aww. so cute. They have huge ears. And then their body is really fluffy. And their wings, from at least from the pictures I've seen, they have these, like, gray wings. And the little veins in the wings look pink. Like, they're just so cute. Yeah. So um, I thought that this little bat would have a few powers. And one of them would be that it could hear all the sounds in the universe. Ooh. And it could tell 
you know, show Liam the sounds if Liam wanted him to, just by, like, making it so that he could hear certain sounds. Mm-hmm. And, like, the bat can filter them out. He's not, like, hearing all the sounds at the same time. All the farting the going on around the world. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he has the ability to hear all the sounds in the, in the universe. And he can also use echolocation to um, find out what, like, the inside of a room looks like without going in it. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, it's actually a thing that real bats do. Like, they make little bat noises and then they can – use the echo that comes back to them to like see where they're going Mm -hmm. um and then also this little bat can shrink down to any size and fit through tiny spaces and um pick locks Ooh, yeah that's lots of good magical powers there yeah wouldn't it be so fun if we actually had like companion animals like this (laughs) yes it would (laughs) and he would just like hang out in liam's pocket you know oh yeah Sleeping upside down. Yeah. Um, mine for Liam is less interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I chose a husky. Um, Yay. Just because it's, like, big and fluffy and lovable and mm-hmm. really strong and powerful as well. And mm-hmm. I just pictured that that would be a good thing for Liam to have with him. Um, I don't know. I think it, it felt – it fit his energy to me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I could see him with a husky. I mean, he already has a really big dog. So mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe that's how I was also inspired by it. Um, but, yeah. So I picked husky for Liam. I like that for him. And what did you have for Niall? So for Niall, I chose a satanic leaf-tailed gecko. All right. Getting Google out again. <laughs> so what? <laughs> say. Um, oh, it I actually, right Look at that. I actually desperately want one of these. I won't ever own one because they're quite complicated to own. But you can it's a little... own this. Oh yeah, they're pets. Ooh. Isn't it the coolest thing you've ever seen? Yeah. So it's a little gecko, and its leaf look, its tail looks like a leaf, and they're usually either like brown or black, and they have these eyes that look satanic, <laughs> <laughs> but like in a cute way. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> So, so I chose a satanic leaf-tailed gecko for Nile, and this gecko's main power is that it can turn into a full dragon. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, so it can turn into a full dragon, and obviously carry Nile in flight. Can carry many mm-hmm. people in flight because it'll, it'll be huge in dragon form, um, and it can breathe fire. Um, and I oh. feel like Nile would like carry it around, like it would just kind of walk like around his body kind of like how newt scamander um has that little twig yeah. friend that just kind of <laughs> Aww, climbs around cutest. him yeah yeah so that's what or I like how who ron had the naked roll mat roll mat <laughs> mole rat yes yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah is that it mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> i was just looking at these pictures it really it's amazing how evolution can create something that so clearly fits the environment that it mm-hmm. lives in i know it's um, really cool so for nile i had a teacup pig um, oh but if you know teacup pigs actually teacup pigs don't stay teacup pigs no, which not. they become big pigs which niall didn't know when he first met his teacup pig and now he has a really big pig oh um, <laughs> as his companion animal and i just thought that would be cute i feel like niall would end up with like 
a pig as his companion animal. Yes. Um, pigs are really smart. I I know that. I don't know much about them, but I do know they're quite smart animals, even though you kind of think of them as, like, rolling in mud and kind of, like, stupid. But Yeah, they're, they're smarter than dogs. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, teacup pig that turns into a big pig eventually as it grows. And, yeah, I don't know. I just I, – I feel like I always think about when I'm picking – like these types of things like how I would want them if I wrote a story about them like mm-hmm. and how I picture like just like funny things that would happen in the story so I yeah. thought it would be a funny like plot point for Niall to have a pig to get like a tiny pig and be like yeah I'm a tiny pig and then it's like a giant pig yeah <laughs> just, Louis like, kind of like south. um <laughs> you know that's gonna grow <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's maybe cute. if it had a magical power it could become a tiny pig you yeah know? I Again. kind of did that like inadvertently when I was coming up with mine I just started writing like a fic in my head about um the boys all being witches and these are all their magical animals and I like thought of a lot of like situations where their powers would be used that see that happens and then you never have the like ability to write it I know (laughs) I desperately wish that either a I was a like a writer or b I was a visual artist because I would love to draw Mm. illustrations of of the boys with all these animals or write a story about them but like you could totally do it you you writing you don't know everything i feel like (laughs) i feel like things take practice and people get good at them because they spend a lot of time doing them well exactly but like i don't have time to to i know right for like hours (laughs) but it's like none of us prioritize things exactly yeah so i guess the, the the more accurate thing would be i wish that i cared more about writing so mm-hmm. I could learn to get good at it. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, Zane. What did you have for Zane? So for Zane, I chose um, an Andalusian horse. And an Andalusian is a breed of horse, and they're very beautiful. They're huge, and they typically have very long manes and tails. And Zane's Andalusian horse would be like dapple gray. So it'd be like gray, <gasps> kind of spotted with so like a pretty. dark a dark mane and tail. And this this horse would have a couple of powers. Um, so its first power is that it can shrink and turn into a little gray pygmy goat. <laughs> and that's so that it can go around with with Zane. Because obviously mm-hmm. you can't just be walking around with a horse everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then its true power would be that it can turn into a Pegasus. Um, <gasps> wow. And when it turns into a pegasus, it would turn, like, all white. And it would also have two horns. Not like a unicorn horn, but more like antelope horns. Mm-hmm. And with its horns, it could create invisibility. So it can make itself invisible or it can make other people or objects or animals invisible. And it can also create, like, a protective field with its horns mm. um, to protect, like, itself or other people or animals. And obviously could fly and carry Zane around. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that one. I love horses. Yeah, me too. That would be really cool. Um, Do you know all these animals just because you have a wide repertoire of knowing animals in your life? Or Um, did you have to, like, look these up? I'm kind of an animal nerd, to be honest. That's so cool. I wish I knew the names of all these animals. I literally know, like, cow, horse. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm obsessed with animals. Like, when I was little, I had, like, encyclopedias, and I would just read them Mm -hmm. over and over again and, like, memorize stuff. Some stuff I didn't know, like, the the bat. I didn't know this bat. I, like, Mm -hmm. wanted to pick a kind of bat, so I, like, looked it up. But, like, I did Mm -hmm. know – I do know quite a bit about horses – 
because I used to be obsessed with them and like I knew about the gecko and stuff. That's so cool. Wow. I know who to go to when I need a weird animal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, For Zane, I picked a snowy owl and one that specifically nips at people it doesn't like. Yes. Because I feel like that would go along with Zane, you know. Yeah, I can like literally see. nature about him. He does. I can literally see in my mind, like the second you said that, I can see Zane like with a snowy owl on his arm. Oh, I'm so glad. I was, like, debating. I didn't know for Zane. Yeah. I was thinking of actually putting him with, like, a like a lizard or a gecko or something because I know mm-hmm. he's owned one before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like the snowy owl was the final fit. Yeah, um, I feel like we're being good at getting out of the box because I was going to go – like, there's, like, typical things. Like, with Zane, I was going to do, like, a snake because I was, like – Right, yeah. But then I'm, like, no, that's too – that's, like, too typical. I wanted to do something – yeah a little different out of the box yeah um yeah so i don't really have much to say about it but you know snowy owl they'd be pals pals pals. a moody snowy owl yeah exactly i feel like hedwig was like (laughs) that for harry like he would always nip nip, uh him and like other people if she was like in a mood yeah um okay finally harry what did you have okay so for harry i chose a red fox um and yes so the fox's powers are vast um the fox has psychic abilities so it can't necessarily tell the future but it can like sense impending danger and Mm -hmm. it can like predict the weather oh that's perfect for a fox yeah and then also it's like connected to the moon and can see the magnetic force fields um, of the universe and also control them if it so desires wow and it can change color and camouflage into any background it can and it can also camouflage harry into any background oh that's so cool yeah oh and with its psychic abilities it can like transfer those thoughts to harry if like yeah wanted to know you know um fun fact red foxes actually in real life use magnetic fields to hunt oh i feel like i knew that at some point yeah so it's like kind of new information but scientists think that there's literally a protein in their eye that can that helps them see like visually see magnetic force fields like of the earth isn't that insanely cool like foxes are actually so cool real magical creatures (laughs) that is really cool that's like salmon have like or, like, any animal that have, like, honing things, they, yes. they have things like that that are, like, things that we can't even comprehend. Yeah. Like turtles and, the, and salmon. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, a memory. It's, like, there's, like, physical things, like, in their bodies, like, metal yep. and earth and magnets and Yeah, stuff. and the last power that this fox has is that it can hunt people, like, not to eat them, but it can, like, <laughs> find anyone by using its ah. powers of psychic ability and magnetic force field. Oh, yeah. Sight. Okay, that's yeah. so cool. We should have had you go second on all these and me go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, yours are cute. Um, I like all the deep thought you put into these. Um, <laughs> for Harry, I just had a black cat because yes. um, I love reading fics where Harry has it, – it, when Harry's a witch and he's mm-hmm. got a cat or, like, just mm-hmm. he just generally has a cat even if he's not a witch. <laughs> um, so I picked a black cat. Plus, like – 
Gemma and Anne both have cats and they are self-labeled cat women, cat ladies. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I feel like Harry fits that and um, I, I don't know. I feel like a cat uh, – he would be fun in a story with a cat too because like cats can be like really cuddly and like want attention but they can also kind of be like a little snarky sometimes I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I would enjoy Harry, like, pouting when the cat wasn't agreeing to what he wanted or something. Yeah. And, yeah, I just like witch Harry with a cat, pretty much, is what yeah. it is. Yeah, me too. Um, so that was our animal, uh, magical companion witch, uh, segment. Let us know what animal companions you think each of the boys would have if they were Yeah, I want to know. Witches. Or wizards. I don't really know. Like, I feel like it's all gender neutral. Um, yeah, I th- I think of the term witch as being gender neutral. Mm-hmm. I feel like wizard, because I feel like wizards are more like fan- in fantasy. Yeah. But I feel like witches are more. Yeah. And I just like witches better. <laughs> so. Yeah, because when you think of wizard, I feel like, well, I when I think of wizard, I think of like a very specific thing. Mm. Like a bearded man (laughs) in a fantasy novel. But when I think of witches, it's like much more broad. Just like a magical person. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I love, I love witch stories that are like put in modern times and like how witches are like in, and by by stories, I mean, it's all one dragon fix, to be honest. (laughs) That's so funny that you're like, like, oh, stories. (laughs) I know. All the novels I read, but there's so many like amazing one direction where like they're witches um i was recommending some the other day i know i recommended this one but the um what's it called the the something monsters series um, okay i'm gonna write these monsters. down because like i desperately want to now go read a witchy one yeah. defect i mean it's this the one that I'm gonna recommend, which I'm just looking it up right now. It's so oh, it's called Domestic Monsters. Um, oh, I think I started to read that last year because you guys had talked about it. Yes, or the year it is before so good, and it's in different parts. Right now, there's nine different parts. Whoa. Um, and like in all, it's two hundred thirty-four thousand one hundred sixty-one words. So it's super long. Even though the first part's only seven thousand words, like some mm-hmm. other parts alone are like twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Like so, they're they're super long, and the story is so so good. Um, and like it, it also took course over Zayn leaving the band and it like really oh, tied wow. that type of stuff in really interestingly. Um, and like all the guys are magical creatures and Harry's a witch and it's just like the perfect Halloween, um, like story and it's super long. So there's so much to get into. <laughs> um, the only that. thing I will say that. is that, um, on the last part, part nine, which I think mm-hmm. is supposed to be the end of the whole story. The only the first chapter has been put out, um, and it was put out in February of 2017, so it was a super long time ago. But I will also say that each of the stories can be read sort of like, it's not like you're left like completely hanging and don't know what happens in the end. It's not like an unwritten series because like there's tons of different parts of the story. Yeah. So um, I would say even though it there's one chapter that's not finished like it's still a really really good read i'm hoping still (laughs) that this person will finish it i doubt they will um but like there's so many parts that like they're unconnected in their own ways so 
That's Give very it a exciting. Read. I'm going to start reading that. Oh, you guys, I'm so bad at reading. I start reading something and I just never finish it. Like, yeah. it's, it's a problem. I need to work on it. <laughs> you have to. Like, this one's just well, so I, it's, good. It's partially I, I like things not being over. So, like, I like to know that yeah. I haven't finished something. Yeah. But, like, I want to get better well this one will just it, that's this one so won't long finish so oh, that's true because it's not done yeah so you can yeah. keep holding out on it like i honestly, yeah the last my favorite series and i'm so is it I'm okay so that's exciting that's not done. um yeah. but yeah it's by g underscore utter trash on ao3 <laughs> archive of our own but you can just google like one direction domestic monsters ao3 and you'll get it um, yeah, the last Halloweeny fic I was reading is uh, "You Are the Blood," which is oh, like a yes. Hogwarts one. It's quite smutty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I remember. I feel like I got a long way through that, but then like sometimes I get bored once sort of like it feels like the peak has already happened, and then mm. like the story keeps going. But I, yeah. I really like that. Maybe I should like go back and read that one again. Yeah, I still haven't finished it. I just highly recommend just searching, like, the tag, like, witch or, like, anything that has, like, witch or magic in it because there's so many good Halloween yeah. ones to get you in the spirit. Yeah. Um, all right. We're coming to the end of our episode. We are. Um, the last thing we're going to do is I'm going to read a little Halloween Oh, my God. Poem. I forgot about this. I thought yeah. we were done. Oh, I'm so excited. No, we're not done. Um, so, let me just take a sip of water to prepare. (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to drink my water while you're drinking your water. (laughs) Um, I didn't come up with a title, and I did this very last minute, and I continued to push back our recording time so I could continue to work on it. So, (laughs) it's not really, like, finalized fully. Um, like, I, I know there's so many rhymes that I did that I'm, like, really pissed at myself about because I'm, like, I totally wouldn't let that stay because it's like a bad rhyme where you're like you clearly just use that word because like you needed it to fit Mm -hmm. um and there's so many ways to get around that like rearranging the sentence but I just didn't have time Mm -hmm. to really go in depth on that so excuse some of those poor rhymes in here and the fact that the story moves a little quickly at the end (laughs) 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 but yeah it'll still be enjoyable okay okay so Down in the pumpkin patch on the night of Halloween, meet five young witches, Harry, Louie, Liam, Niall, and Zane. Niall's wearing robes blue and bubblegum pink, and it does look amazing, despite what Louie thinks. (laughs) Zane's in a band tee and black skinny jeans. He doesn't need robes to prove he's a magical being. Liam's all in black. He wanted to blend in. This is a serious mission, you guys, he says with chagrin. Harry's in velvet, a cape green as the sea. Lightning bolts and stars twinkle on the sleeves. And finally, Louie, in a robe deep blue, soft satin waves, it glides over the dew. Okay, gather round, Louie speaks aloud. He's clearly the leader of this odd witchy crowd. Has everyone brought their ingredient I I assigned? Each witch turns to Louie, nodding one at a time. Let us commence this Halloween brew. Now up to the cauldron, each one of you. First up is Zane, floating smooth like a model. He pulls out a flask and says, Autumn dew in a bottle. 
Into the cauldron, the dew slowly drips, the contents inside bubbles and skips. Niles up next with three leaves, none of which have touched the ground as they fell from the trees. When the leaves touch the liquid bubbling inside, it turns a deep shade of red with a hissing cry. Liam and Harry then step up together. Their ingredients are paired and have to do with the weather. Liam slowly unscrews a jar made of glass as Harry holds three dandelions tight in his clasp. When the jar opens up, a fall breeze escapes. It whirls through the flowers and the seeds all awake. The breeze and the seeds are added to the brew and the liquid turns into a silvery goo. Last up is Louis and all that he holds is a small glass vial glittering gold. He opens the stopper and a bright light shoots out. Moonbeam, moonbeam and starlight, he shouts. All of the witches gather round holding hands. The magic is working just as they planned. Up from the cauldron rises a shiny, shining white sphere. It floats higher and higher into the sky so clear. The witches look up, filled with delight, as the Halloween moon rises up in the night. We did it, they cheered. We lit up the sky. The full moon is now glowing so round and so high. The witches gather their goods, harmonizing a tune, and they walk home together under the moon. Oh my god, is that it? Yeah. Caitlin, I love that. <laughs> I can't believe you wrote that today. <laughs> Thank you. That was so nice to listen to. You. And actually, you're right. It was very nice listening to it live because I felt like it was just being told to me. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I knew you would like that. It, was it so wasn't cute. all ruined given that you were on it. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about, about like not having the right rhymes or anything. I didn't no, notice there's that. There's just some of them. <laughs> there's some of them like... <laughs> No, I, um, that was like so nice to listen to. And I have a request for you. <laughs> you don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. But I want you to record that separately and okay. send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I want to listen to it again. Yeah, I, I can send it to you. <laughs> I really love listening to you like read your own poems. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, you did this made this poem or you actually made two poems it was actually really sad because it was around when louis mom died yeah um but you wrote these two poems and they were so beautiful and like i wanted to listen to them again and i had to like go back you know like through the whole episode to find them which was challenging yeah. but i feel <laughs> i just love your poetry and i love like like you reading them oh it's very you. pleasant experience Thank you. I did um, a video on the Patreon if everyone, anyone's a Patreon supporter wants to become one where I read a number of my poems. Um, I don't know if I have actually watched that one. I should go watch that. Well, there you go. Look, you have so many more poems That's to hear. Exciting. It's very exciting. But I love that Halloween one. Like, the visuals were so good. Thank you. Did it make sense? I wasn't yes. sure if, like, it would make sense. <laughs> no, it totally made sense. I kind of went into a trance towards the end. Oh, good. So I was just like, <laughs> was ma- I was envisioning the cauldron. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I, I actually wasn't sure what they were creating until the very end. <laughs> I had, I was like, I just need to write this damn thing. Um, and then I was like, oh my God, they could be making the moon and like letting it rise. And, yeah. It's yeah. so cute. 
Um, so that is the end of our little um, Halloween episode. Not so little episode, although we stuck fairly well to time-ish. We did pretty <laughs> good. Of. No, we're, yeah. we're honestly, like, we took a break to oh, yeah. go pee. So, like, we're probably only, like, five or ten minutes over, really. Wow. Look at us. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed and um i hope you guys all have an amazing halloween it's only a couple days away now oh yeah halloween well if you're listening to this when it comes out on monday that means halloween's in three days yeah so let us know if you're doing anything fun we love seeing like pictures and um halloween things Uh, if you have any of your own halloween poems or stories let us know because we want to get in the halloween spirit it also um Thank you in advance to everyone who came to our little sleepover that we're doing yes. on Patreon. I'm excited. I'm very excited about that. Um, so recommendations this week. I have a recommendation, which is to go follow um, Johanna underscore Elise underscore, which is J-O-H-A-N-N-A underscore E-L-I-S-E underscore on Twitter. Because for the next two weeks, she's doing this really cool... Um, challenge thing for herself called and she's like naming um it hashtag what's the stitch and it's where she's doing videos every day where she's talking about sustainable fashion and a lot of information on the fashion industry which i don't know actually that much about so i'm feeling really well informed and they're really entertaining videos and she's pairing it with a challenge where she's only decided to wear 14 items of clothing for 14 days so She only has 14 items over 14 days, and she's trying to show you that you can mix up your wardrobe, make it interesting with still having only, like, a sort of minimal wardrobe, i.e., like, an eco-friendly, sustainable fashion wardrobe. Um, So, and a lot of the pieces are so pretty. She talks about each of them and how she's going to mix and match them, and I'm really enjoying the video so far. So, I highly recommend you go check out What's the Stitch. Um, I think she's posting on Instagram and YouTube and on Twitter. I love Um, this. So, go follow her. Yeah, I, I I haven't watched the videos yet, but I'm excited to because I also don't know a lot about the fashion industry, but, like, I know a little, and I know that there's a lot of bad things about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm excited to, like, get more informed. Um, and I also was laughing about the 14 items, 14 days challenge because I'm like, I only wear, like, eight items, <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. But that's because I'm a dog like- walker. Like, yeah, I get it, you know. Yeah, I I definitely go through phases where I I literally could wear the same outfit, like, yeah, well, and two weeks, no problem. Yeah, and to be fair, like, uh, I, I have, I have, like, a a uniform. I have many of the same clothes. So I wear black yoga pants every single day, but I have multiple pairs of them. And I, and I wear, like, a gray tank top from Target every day, but I have, like, tons of them. (laughs) And I'm not going anywhere every day. Like, I'm literally staying in and whatever. I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm studying. So maybe we're not the, the best uh, examples of that right now. Um, but, yeah. I, it would be hard to only have 14 items ever, I think. No, it would. And I actually own a lot of clothes. Like, I don't necessarily wear them all, but I do yeah. like to buy things. And, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to, like, get better at, you know, spending yeah. my money in the right places and – yeah. It Even makes me happy, favorite. though, that I do so much thrift shopping anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily do it because I think, like, oh, I'm thinking about sustainability, but now that's definitely on my mind. I just did it because I don't have money. Right. <laughs> but, like, I feel like 
that makes me happy too that like I'm recycling things. I think she said in one of the videos you have to wear something 30 times for it to start being like sustainable and you might oh, kind of think oh 30 times no big deal but then I'm going like you know there's definitely a lot of items I own that I I don't wear like like every other week or something yeah and so then like you just don't wear it enough for it to be sustainable yeah that's interesting yeah what do you have to recommend this week Lucia so I have two recommendations my first recommendation is if you live in the U.S. and you are allowed and able to please vote it's so freaking important to vote mm-hmm. and um there's a cool little guide that a website called autostraddle put out um that can help you it has like different candidates for all the states and includes a lot of lgbtq plus folks on there um so i will put a link to that or we will put a link to that in the show notes and i'll like share it on my personal twitter um and my other recommendation is to listen to kim petra's halloween album which is called turn off the light volume one and if you don't know who kim petras is i'm obsessed with her i'm actually going to see her in concert next week um or this week when you're listening to this um she's opening for Mm -hmm. troy savon oh yeah she doesn't have a ton of music out like she doesn't have um full albums she has a lot of singles except for this halloween album but the halloween album is so fun it's so good and spooky and it's like dance music um and you should definitely definitely listen to it to get yourself in the halloween spirit cool thanks for that recommendation yeah um also vote even if you're not in the u.s because you can do um uh absentee if you're a u.s citizen yes um all right let us know anything you liked about the show or feel like you want to share on twitter um we are going to be getting back on the twitter more fully um because lucia is going to be on the twitter soon once i get her on (laughs) but i promise it's happening soon um Um, also Oh, sorry. What? I didn't know when you were going to say this. Probably when you say the Tumblr. I'll just shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, I don't know what you want me to say. Just being oh, you're on the Tumblr? Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was going to say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this wonderful Halloween episode number 153. Join us on our Google Hangout. Nope. That already happened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next Monday. For another episode. Oh, wait. Us. Can we tease Nile November? <gasps> yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, you guys, we're doing Nile November. Ooh. <laughs> so, we've been very heavily hairy focused lately, which, you know, is is the norm. But we wanted to do um, some extra special Nile episodes. And um, just by chance, there's like a great alliteration with November and Nile. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Nile fan, look forward to some Nile heavy episodes in November. Yes, get excited. We might have special guests on. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> hmm. um, uh, also, go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com. And Lucia has an announcement about this. (laughs) So I have access to the Tumblr now. (laughs) My takeover (laughs) continues. Um, (laughs) 
That's what you're slowly doing. Soon I'm going to be booted off and it'll just be the Lucia show. And I'll just like, I'll never say anything about it. Like, I'll just pretend that it's always been me. Exactly. (laughs) No, obviously, like, there would be no podcast. It was just me. Um, I just like to make jokes. But um, (laughs) I'm going to be doing um, like a Tumblr post with show notes every time we post an episode. So in you know, your podcast, wherever you're watching the podcast, obviously there's like the little, you know, notes um, that we put in there, but there's a lot that we can't fit in there. And so I'm going to make a Tumblr post each time we post an episode and it'll include like all the links to stuff we talk about and like our recommendations and stuff. So that will be in like a concrete place where you can go Mm -hmm. find it and like click those links so you don't have to like remember when we talk about them. So yeah. Yeah, super exciting because Kara used to do it um, and yeah. then we stopped using the Tumblr so much. So it's cool to have them have that starting up again. And hopefully that'll be a way to reach out to new listeners too because I know yeah. a lot of people found us through the Tumblr. I found the podcast through Tumblr. Like someone had there randomly shared it and I was like, I like podcasts. I want to check this out. Yeah, yeah and I just... I'll assign you to randomly contact random One Direction yeah. <laughs> Tumblrs and be like, hey, listen, we have a podcast. Check us out. Yeah, I just wanted there to be a place where we could have our recommendations and stuff, like, live. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like if you're listening to a podcast and someone, like, recommends something or, like, talks about, like, a link, like, you're not going to necessarily remember it, you know, and you're not yeah. going to go back and listen through again to find it. So that way yeah. we'll have it where you can just, like, go to the Tumblr and, like, click on it if, mm-hmm. you know, you want to. Especially people going back and listening to episodes from, like, a long time ago. Exactly. Obviously, they, they won't have links, but going forward, yeah. if anyone <laughs> listens back, yeah, hopefully then you can use that. So that's really cool. Thank you, Lucia, for doing that. Yeah. Um, you're an awesome contributor to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can also check out our Instagram, Talk Direction. And follow us individually on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster. And despite what people on Starbucks write on my cup, my name is spelled (laughs) C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Lucia, where can they find you? Um, This is not how my name is spelled, but it is how my name is spelled on social media. So (laughs) you can find me at Lucia O-L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H on Twitter and Instagram. That really messes me up when I'm, like, trying to write your actual name. I get very confused. You know, it was a... I'm like, is it one C or two? Yeah, it was a mistake. It's... I don't know what I'm going to do. So here's the deal. Um, when I was born, my parents... I don't know. I was born at home. It was dark. Who knows what was going on? My parents <laughs> wrote on my birth certificate my name spelled with two Cs. Um, and then they raised me as Lucia spelled with one C. And my dad didn't even sign my birth certificate. Um, and now he's dead, so he never can. So I'm trying to get Italian citizenship and it's a mess. That's a story for another time. But, um, anyways, I didn't discover until, um, I tried to open a bank account that my legal name was something that I completely different. So (laughs) that's so interesting. Yeah. So it's confusing because like, I don't want to start going by Lucia with two C's because then I feel like no one's going to, you know, like people aren't going to be able to find you. Like if someone knows you and tries to look you up mm-hmm. or people are going to be confused and I also don't want to change it legally because that's like hard and expensive uh yeah. so that's the story with my name it's very complicated uh, I love name stories everyone has such interesting name stories yeah 
Um, oh, I want to ask you all about like your name and stuff. We should probably just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, next time we'll have a, a name discussion. Maybe. Okay, I'm just gonna ask. Um, oh, like, maybe we could name, go through. Got your name. Yeah, we could go through like how each of us got our name, and then talk about the boys' names, and, like, what <gasps> like they represent meanings and origins. Like, yeah, the meanings of them yes. and stuff. Ooh, okay. I'm about this. Um, all right. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for a Nile November Ooh. episode 154. Bye. Bye. I got a girl crush. I hate to admit it, but got a heart it is slowing down I got it real on everything she has smiling that midnight left she's giving